Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. On last episode, Alex made fun of me because the way I said Binge Town made it seem like I didn't have a nose whatsoever. I think it just disappeared. It sounded so nicely. <laughs> we listened to it like a thousand times. So, what's up, everybody? Welcome. We're back for season 45 of Survivor, episode five, titled I Don't Want to Be the Worm, said by Kendra after just epically failing to eat a worm, which is fine. Julia is back. Her dog slice has been cured. We're all good here. Jewel, what's it like to be back? Oh, I'm so excited. It was uh, a bit of a cluster last week when we went to go record, but everyone's been treated. Nobody's itchy. Yeah, we're all great. All right. So for episode five, a pretty weak episode. Do you disagree? I do not disagree in the slightest. Yeah. We watched together last night and we sat down to watch and, you know, it it didn't inspire me, but I already cannot believe that next episode is the fucking merge. That's insane. It is and it isn't. And we can talk about that when we get into the tribe breakdowns. Okay. So um, before we get into it, I think what everybody wants to hear is what is our fixation of the week? And Julie and I both said we don't know each other's, but we both have two. So we're going to say them at the same time. And the boys on Binge Town never let me do this. So I'm so glad that she's enabling me. Okay, ready? On three, we're going to say both of our fixations of the episode. Okay, one, two, three. Push hands and pizza. Push hands and pizza. (laughs) Yep. I have it written right here in case you didn't believe me. I think you're like, that was like so delayed. That was so funny. Like you were like two whole seconds after me. (laughs) No, I wasn't. I can't wait to hear it in the playback. Can you say but... it again? <laughs> okay, one, push two, hands. three. Push and touch. Push hands. <laughs> and pizza. Push hands. And then, and then just, just touch, touch hands. hands. <laughs> okay, so... so... I can get hands. Pizza really transcended multiple, like, minutes of this episode. So yes. when Jake was having his little heart-to-heart... Um, his backstory, he was wearing pizza socks for one. And then all of a sudden during the votes, everybody had pizza and not everybody. Three of the five had pizza, but the three pizzas weren't on the same side. And we just like talked about that ad nauseum before I left. But yeah, food in general was a very big through line to this week's episode. We start off, which I'm a little insulted. You did not ask me what I am drinking tonight. I am drinking a Merlot. And wouldn't this go well with vegetarian chili? chili. (laughs) Or whatever she said. Yeah. Yeah. So we like top of the episode is like we're fixating around food we miss. What kind of food we miss. We get I mean, this happens. I feel like in every season where we just get to a point where everyone's like chocolate cake and carrot cake. Remember they had that one. Yes. Like, yeah. So we get a lot of food at the beginning. We get um, we get pizza as a through line in the very beginning of the episode and the very end of the episode. Let's talk about let's talk about Jake's moment, because I feel like I've been listening to a lot of coverage that. I think really speaks about this. Well, we've we've got two two things of coverage that I listen to. One is on fire with Jeff Probst, where he claims that this is like one of the most emotional moments that they've had on the show which 
I also listen to Drop Your Buffs coverage where they're like, Jeff, why do you keep saying like this is the most? Why are we yeah. like hyperbolic into every? Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's it's crazy. And like mm-hmm. not to say it was not a very emotional story and a very vulnerable moment that Jake chose to share right with everybody. Not not everybody on the beach that we know of, but everybody here, viewers at home on their couches. Right. Drop Your Buffs had a very, if you would like to listen to like someone talk about this very articulately, very respectfully, very um, intelligently about the topic that is very triggering to some. Yeah. Um, I encourage you to go listen to their coverage. And I really like, I'm coming to like Jake and when he... needs to. I mean, let's talk about What's even worse is how awful Bruce comes off in this episode. One, after saying, get oh up, fat ass to Jake. I hated that. And then we went back to watch a little bit of that because we wanted to see, like, just how Jake was right before he fell. And it and it skipped over the Bruce part. So we thought they went back and edited that out that quickly, like, watching it live. And then re- we rewound and we thought they had already somehow edited that out because it's so like fucked up of bruce because it is i mean it's very triggering it's very triggering listen i am on so on team katura although katura is also kind of getting an edit that people aren't favoring her like i'm still on her team like she needs to play it a little cooler everyone is seeing straight through her they know she's like what do they call her like abrasive maybe no what do they call her they say like something about well, Kelly calls her sloppy for sure. And that was a sloppy moment of Katora to just be like, you shouldn't lie at that point. Just say you were looking for sure, idols. Yeah. Be like, you guys weren't here. So I just like started wandering and she panicked, but that's okay. But either way, Katora's saving grace is that now Caleb is seeing how awful Bruce is and how he's just bossing people around. He can't even help himself. He really can't. It's insane. Like Bruce is like, no, don't stop chopping that. No, no, don't stop chopping that. Like, and he'd like, acts like he's kidding at the end but inside he's just like (laughs) i can't stand it i can't stand it it's very telling about caleb's gameplay how he chooses to react and respond to bruce's crazy yeah uncle energy and that he's and this is something that i honestly have a lot of respect for caleb in the sense that he's able to see past that and see that there is a strategy behind keeping him around, keeping Bruce around anyways, even despite hating him, where I feel like if Katora at this moment in time were given an opportunity to go to tribal council, she would be gunning for Bruce and it would be based on nothing but just emotions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Caleb would also gun for Bruce sooner rather than later. But Caleb's whole thing is like, don't let him see it coming. Yeah. Like, Totally. Bruce would know that Katura was gunning for him. Yes. If they went to tribal. Caleb has a really good relationship with all these ex-bellows. Yeah. He's doing a really good job. Yeah, he is. The other thing I wanted to talk about in Jake's moment was his episode. Oh. Where he's. Yeah. Of course. Where he's twerking again. Where he's twerking. (laughs) This is another moment where I'm like. I should be concerned about his health. I am concerned about his health, especially after hearing the story. It's like. Is he really okay? But yeah. in the moment, it really felt like a TikTok viral moment where, and I sent you guys the video of the these groomsmen doing this today, where that they are doing a dance. One of them falls, drops to the ground. You think like he's hurt. And then all of a sudden it's like, and he just starts twerking and just absolutely 
shaking that ass. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Jake, for that. It is just, I mean, it's physical comedy. It is. And during my rewatch today, even though he doesn't say it, I said it out loud. I said, no, what the fuck? (laughs) No, no. What the fuck, dude? Like, no, dude, what the fuck? I know. And I feel bad because I think he truly like he's embarrassed. He's it's he was like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that my body cannot keep up. I can't even walk. He says at one point, like, I'm fine in the challenges, but I can't even walk from here to there. And it's like, that must be so frustrating, so frustrating. And like, you're showing vulnerability to the rest of your tribe. And like, we're making light of it. And just because we are who we are. Um, But it is here. I I, I truly hope he's okay. And I hope that this does not. I I hope this is the last time that we see any sort of medical issues with Jake, because he is growing on me immensely as we get into these further episodes i really really enjoy him i think he's a good dude and i i'm I'm loving watching him play yeah this better not be foreshadowing to him getting yeeted out of the game medically because i would really hate that for him he says it right in this episode like i would rather get voted off fuck that let's just hope he doesn't because he's growing on me as well i love his fucking accent and i think he i love it he's here to play and i'm i'm down to watch it's like kind of hot to me yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. okay yeah just wanted to get a get a pulse yeah no i'm no i'm not mad at that okay let's finish out new lulu okay katura looks for the idol we already talked about kelly calling her sloppy katura putting a target on her back all the bruce stuff but i think the the other key thing here is that Caleb is really working it. He's doing a one-on-one relationship with literally everyone. Kelly was the last one left. And surprisingly, he said that he thinks Kelly is the strongest player on the field. And what do you think about that? I was really quite shocked to hear that. Not mm-hmm. not in a not because I disagree, but I think it's more how quickly I think Caleb was able to I think he just has a good read on people how quickly he was able to spot that and i do think that kelly is in a great place like we've we've talked about this on previous episodes but she's a girl's girly she can hang with the girls she's a guy's girly she can hang with the guys like she's pretty much a chameleon and like not playing a super forward or aggressive or stand outish game at this point mm-hmm. but a good social game nonetheless it's good i like kelly she doesn't impress me that much yet but i think you know, she's playing the game that I think I would play, which is be friends with everybody and stay low. But the thing is, every basically everyone on this team but Caleb has never even been to a tribal. So I think, and we could talk about this later when we get to new Bello. But I think that people are overestimating how close Bello is. You know, like old Bello. Basically, Drew slash Basile was like, you know, I don't want six bellows at the merge. So that's why he didn't want to get into a nerd alliance with Brando. You know, I think that there's that there's more cracks in Bellow that Brando had even mentioned than other people know about. And I don't think that th- the six bellow would be bellow strong if they all made it to the merge. I mean, I know they didn't because Brando just went home. But I do think that Kelly is going to be sad when she finds out next episode that Brando is is kaput. Yeah, I honestly forgot that they were kind of like yeah. squatting the middle and the at the old Bello tribe. But let's talk about the Reba versus Bello mentality because I feel like okay. it's very it's interesting to me as a strategy 
and and this kind of came through i think the in in a scene between the nerds so we have brando and drew talking about how they both play pokemon competitively or they play pokemon go or whatever the fuck it is and brando kind of starts in front of emily which i thought was weird too i guess they're like she's inconsequential because she's not neither reba nor bello but saying like oh wouldn't it be great if we had like you know nerds nerds together blah 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 and basile basically is like Bello seems rock solid and I need to keep my number strong. So like essentially, no, sorry, Brindo or Brendo or whatever. Emily kept saying Brindo 10 times in a row. She finally started saying it right eventually, but it was crazy how many times she said Brindo. I'm like, did you just mishear? (laughs) It like changed every time. She's like Brindo, Brendo, Brondo. So it's, it's funny to me that, and, and I guess this is this makes sense because they see that the merge is coming, right? They see that the merge is coming and they see basically a red versus blue, a Rebo versus Bello split because at this point they're kind of counting out Lulu. What I think is also interesting is that when you look at how it's shaken out, I am I cannot wait to see on one beach what Caleb and Emily do now that Caleb has aligned himself with Bello and Emily has more or less, aligned herself with Reba in Basile and Austin. Yeah, and I think I think that actually puts them in a unique position to cause chaos, and it'll be fun. Like, they don't need to be on the same alliance to have an alliance together and, like, go all the way. I would be ecstatic at an Emily Caleb final trial, trial, trial. <laughs> try, try, try. Tribal, Brindo, Brindo, uh, Brindo. Oh, wait. Uh, and this is something I want to talk about later. There's 13 players and a merge. So I want to talk about like the logistics of that. And if you think one more person gets to go home before there's the jury, you know what I mean? I think one more person goes home before the jury oh. is set, you know? So I don't think this 13 is the ju- 13 seems like a lot for a jury. It's usually 12, I think. I like 12 people know. left and then nine on the jury. Like three at the end, nine on the jury. But then if there's three, then it could be a three-way tie. And I feel like Jeff doesn't like that. The math isn't mathing in my brain right now. If the jury is eight, so I think So like maybe two people. Survivor jury is eight people. If we're gonna make it to a three person final, then that's gonna be eleven. So two people are gonna get kicked off in post merge that do not make the jury. Or two Honestly. people get kicked off next episode somehow. No fucking way. Dude, who's to say he's anticipating one more quit? They're like, Jake, really? Jake will be gone by next episode. No. Medically. Maybe. No. Medically gone. No, but okay. That makes sense. It can't be nine because Jeff has said like he doesn't want divisible by how, how many players there are because then it can yeah. end in a tie. I, I think yeah. there was one tie in Survivor History and Final Tribal. I don't know when it was. I don't know what they did. But I feel I remember that happening. So continuing with New Bello, since we brought up the you know Nerd Alliance, the Pokemon Go Alliance, once they lost, it was chaotic and Brandon did, Brando did show up to play but I never believed that Emily was going to be with Kendra and Brando for one second. No. Although 100% no. Brando's Hail Mary was very interesting. 
where he goes to Drew and says, listen, I will vote with the three of you to vote out Kendra. Like Drew was suspicious of that in the beginning. He goes to offer him his shot in the dark. Drew said, please, my sir, you keep that piece of shit that means nothing to me. Literally, it's like we keep talking about how it's just like a token of of faith or whatever. And it's like, mm, who fucking cares? Anyway, my thing about this is that if Drew took the shot in the dark and Brando was a, was lying the entire time. So if Brando was trying to get away with the lie, which he almost did, but then Drew's like, well, why do I have his shot in the dark then? He literally gave me his shot in the dark. So Brando almost fucked himself immediately by pitching a lie and then giving him a token of like, here is proof of my lie. And then Emily would have been like, what the fuck is going on? Because Emily was almost not believing Drew until Austin came back and saved the day. Yeah, I don't think there was ever a world where Emily was not going to be siding with Basile and Austin. I think just like, again, this is girly following her instincts. And I think I cannot see her and Kendra ever vibing. So I don't think that that was ever going to play out that way. Yeah. What I did want to say, though, is that I do believe that if Brando had succeeded in feeling like he convinced Drew to vote for Kendra than he would have jump ship jump fellowship oh totally I totally agree with that yeah I'm not sure what his strategy was especially with knowing that he was very close to being reunited with Kelly unless he was trying to pull some like I double double what are they double agent Uh, (laughs) something like like that reverse sure yeah I, I think like it was a good attempt to do something because I think he kind of knew he was on the outs. I, I'm not sure his social game is very strong. I mean, how would we know this was like the most airtime they gave him? And it was only because he was going home this episode. He's a sweetie. He's so cute. Like, I think he's probably a great guy. Just didn't get a very good edit on on this season. And we'll we'll get to the final tribal because I do... I don't really care about him going home. Sorry, I just don't. Um, I think that's why, another reason why I was kind of a bleh of an episode. But I do want to talk about pizzas more. Um, but we'll talk about that after. So I think the last camp life thing to talk about before we get into like sandwich or strategy is seafood squad. So um, basically old Reba, new Reba, it's, it's all Reba. And uh, we open with them because, of course, we're coming hot off of the Sean quit. So Sifu, of course, was always going to be like, okay, who wrote my name down? Now, I am like, have so many problems with this because the numbers don't add up. And this is almost like when old Lulu was like mad that Emily called them out for the votes not counting. It's like one of the girls needed to say, I voted for D and it had to be J Maya because obviously D and Mama J are besties. So it had it to be. J. Maya had to lie and say, I'm sorry, D, I voted for you, even though she did not, because all three of the girls said they voted for Sean. Sifu knows he voted for Sean. So, like, that almost, like, cements that Sean voted for D, because those, you know, it's all twisted. They needed to come up with a better plan. I know there's not much time on the walk from there to there. Like, they don't have any time away from Sifu to come up with that, but they need to be, like, a little quicker on their feet. The D vote through everything amiss. It was wacky. Yeah. So 
I'm just a little confused as to why D did not take the same approach as Sifu did to try to point fingers. Yeah. And be like, Sifu, I know you put my name down. Sifu, you must have put my name down. Why didn't we, why did we not pick yes. another cloak to hide behind? We just dismissed that D, D's name also got thrown out, which in dismissing it almost admits that Sean was actually the Yes. 100%. You should have thought that. Like, that was a stupid play to me in that she didn't try to divert attention away from Sifu getting one vote by also saying, who voted for me? Who voted? Was it you, Sifu? Was it you? Like, even just to to stir the pot and take, like, that was a missed opportunity for sure on Dee's part. Um, It's also, to me, a crack in Julie and Dee's relationship that D didn't just say to Julie, like, hey, I voted for Sifu. I thought you had my back. Why didn't you, A? And B, you and me together in this alliance have to clean up this mess. What is our lie? Yes, 100%. We were saying last night, why is D not mad at the other two girls? And genuinely mad, not even just like, okay, what do we do? It's more like, what the fuck, guys? We could have got Sifu out. We got a little bit of a talking head of her being like, we had an opportunity and it didn't happen, but... Man, she really rolled over. She was like, well, you know, it's okay. The position that they took was not was not quite that. It was more like, yo, fuck Sean. He, I have no respect for him. Like, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Stop talking about him. If there's nothing, there's no reason for you to put any energy or thought into this person that's now off the island. Reorient yourself towards a strategy and like a narrative that's going to support you in the next step forward, not behind in this person that he did what he did. And now you have to pick it up. So like, why are we getting airtime about he is no, he lost all my respect. Well, he doesn't need it because he's gone. And also who cares if, if he lost it, he's not on the jury either. So like move along. Yeah. And honestly, I thought it was a good television of Sean to be like, wasn't me. Like, I thought that was actually pretty good television for his last parting words to kind of throw some gals under the bus. I think D really flopped that because Sifu was like, were you surprised by that? And she was just like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see your name. Yeah, it's like, dude, Wait. this is what ha- this is what was cracking me up about that was Sifu starts by saying, I was so surprised to see my name. D, how did you feel? Were you surprised? And, and then D she says, asked it back. Yeah, I was surprised. Were you surprised? <laughs> it's like that thing where you're just like, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. (laughs) How are you? I thought the same thing. (laughs) Like, shut up, D. Yeah, I I think um, these girlies were really not prepared to math the math. Like, you got to be thinking strategy, even if you can't talk it out loud on the walk back. Oh, yeah. And they were just like, I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not smart enough to have thought of a story. Also, I needed them to have vote, voted out Sifu. Like, they're wusses. Just vote out Sifu. When you have a chance to get out a threat, get out a threat. And then if Sean quits, Sean quits. Who cares? I'm sorry. Why is he a threat? Why is he a threat? I just think he's probably a little more chaotic than what we've seen. All they do is say, like, he's causing chaos at camp. They think he has an idol. His fake idol... I rewatched the scene where he is like, I cannot think for the life of me who he reminds me of. I'm going to need to do some like research into horror movie 
villains because he is it's giving something that scares me it really spooks me and i cannot please why um but his thing of being like yeah i made this idol now you know my insurance policy or like my insurance plan and d goes wow that's huge (laughs) like doesn't turn her head to look at him doesn't need a facial reaction just like laying back down on that bamboo shoot just going wow that's huge it seems to me in that that they don't buy it but yet in all their talking heads and confessionals they're like he has an idol you dipshits. I'm sorry, girlies. I love you, Julie, Mama J. I, you are like tops to me. But why are you not recalling that Austin yes. and Basile got, got the idol at your camp? You yes. literally fucking helped them. I cannot imagine two idols in one camp being in play. So what what are we missing here? No, and Sifu hasn't gone on any wacky excursions or anything. So I thought the same fucking thing. I'm like... Are these girls not using any of their brain cells? Are they what is going on? It and feels it feels old school survivor. It is like old school gameplay. It is not super fan and like here I am contradicting like you guys should know better because we're we're in survivor drag, but like we are in survivor drag. Why don't you know this? Yeah, exactly. It is kind of what we've been going against, but it is silly. And now Jay Maya is going to throw herself under the bus to say that she's the one who voted for Sifu. And then D, who is getting is having someone lay under bus wheels for her to take mm-hmm. the hit because D quite literally is the one who voted for Sifu. And D's like, well, what if we just voted her out instead? <laughs> Why aren't they having a come to Jesus moment about this as the three of them? Like, Yo, who the fuck was it? I don't get it. I don't get why we're so easy to just like lay down our swords and say, yeah, I'll take the fall for this because like it makes the most sense, even though it's not the truth. It just feels ass backwards to me. Yeah. I mean, they know it was D and and really wanted a conversation. Yeah, they know it was D for sure. How? Oh, she didn't. She never fessed up to it. You don't think she fessed up? too off camera if she did we would have gotten that yeah well that's why i would have gotten that i wanted a conversation between the three of them being like well honestly maybe that's why we didn't get d freaking out because d's keeping it tight to the vest maybe d is literally like it was jay wasn't me but d was the one who was like sifu sifu at tribal like (laughs) sifu That's shit gameplay to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting, like I'm I'm I had to open the door because I'm getting, like my face is burnt. I'm feeling hot about this. I'm yeah, burning. I, I agree. We need to move on. And one last thing about this try before we get to, you know, the challenge and the strategy uh, and sandwiches is push hands. We never talked about it. That was our second fixation. And push hands is, you know, it created we created a dance move last night. We created the song. It's it's the second single uh, from Survivor 45. The first one being four steps down. The second one being push hands and then just touch and then hands. just touch hands. Um, Listen, push hands is a way of life. It's a philosophy. It's an approach to how you play this game, to how you live your life. You see your competitor coming at you. You push hands and then just touch hands so you can get hands satisfactions anyways i'm obsessed with it it is my new fixation 
I hope we get it one more episode because we got two episodes of Four Steps Down. I need two, if not three more references to push hands. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Also, just another like Sifu being kind of aggressive and weird and like threatening. Being a sociopath. Being a sociopath. Yeah. Like literally, and I missed this on last week's episode due to lice, but I did write down that he him like chop he was there was a moment where he was like taking the machete and just like chopping something so casually yeah. while talking to someone he's he's giving serial killer vibes and it's like big time i don't want him to get voted off because i'm it's hol- it's october like i'm feeling really spooky and i like <laughs> love to see him on my screen it's frightening okay and let's go to the challenge so reba who had lost last challenge and went to tribal wins it this time which is great that that we were we were proud of them because they were obviously at a disadvantage just from being down and out three girls one guy i mean who who cares about that but this was um like a pretty agile challenge it wasn't like lift this heavy thing and like you need five burly men to do it you know it was just agility shooting bags at circles and that was that so Reba wins. Lulu comes in second. Bello, new Bello loses. But before we get to final tribal and just anything else we have to say about that, we've get strategy and sandwiches. So these people are dying of hunger. And it took me until my second watch to realize Austin really wanted the sandwiches. One, because he doesn't want to work with these girls. Two, the other teams won fish which I'm bummed that they didn't get, show us them eating it. I really wanted to watch them eat. I get like really hyped to watch them win a challenge and eat things because they're so hungry. They always look so vulnerable when they're eating. And I just like love that shit. And I, so I want to watch them cook these fish and like whatever. They so, had also like for not eating anything for 10, 11 days. Like so many of these people had just like shit in their teeth. Did they? I didn't notice. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Maybe it's because I was sitting like with my nose pressed up against the screen, but I was like, again, spooked. They're eating <laughs> dirt. That's why. They were eating dirt. <laughs> so the only thing of note I would say is Jay Maya, when she picks Austin to go on the trip, Austin was like, no, no. Like, I'm not going to give them any information because Jay's reason was to say, you know, we know Austin will give us some some deets and he was doing his hardest whatever to say, no, I will not. I promise. No, get these girls away from me. I cannot imagine that that was unprompted. I have to believe that Jeff is like stirring the pot and we just did not get the clip of the audio clip of him being like, and why? He says why. Oh, did he? In the beginning, he's like, all right, the winning tribe gets to pick one from each team, and I, and we want to know why. He does say that. Oh, well, why the fuck didn't they just lie? I don't like, know. The Kelly one made funny. sense. The Kelly one made sense. It's like, oh, she looks sad. Like, that's like, okay, blah, 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 blah. The best play, the best opportunity would have been if you're on a winning tribe that has former members on each of the other teams so you can get together and try to. Like, that would have been the best case scenario, right? Yeah. Okay, sure. Especially like, knowing what we know now, like obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but knowing that this advantage was meant to make three people have to work together. Yeah. You want to pick people that like already you have some relationship to. So what do you think about this new advantage? In the moment when we watched last night, I was like, do not pick that sandwich. Play the game. 
do something funky, push hands, and like pick <laughs> the amulet. Yeah. I've had some time to sit with it. I've had some time to sleep on it. And I think it was stupid. <laughs> Agreed. And like soon as Austin shows Drew the thing, he's like, oh, so we have to kick them off. Like it immediately put yep. the target on their back. Like yep. so stupid to pick the to pick the amulet. I would have been sandwiched all day. I would have I would have eaten that that like sun melted sandwich, just bad cheese. I would have eaten the shit out of that ugly ass sandwich. Yeah. Like Fijian deli meats. Like yeah, give I me that. Fuck me up, dude. Just like listen, bread. listen though. You saw a season where they have done the ambulance. Have you seen it done successfully? Because I have heard that they have they this was a season 42, which I have not seen. That's the only one I haven't seen. I've seen 41, oh. 43, and 44 and 45, obviously. So I didn't see 42. Damn. Emily had recognized it from 42. I didn't see it. I don't know if it had played out on 42. Um, I do know who wins 42. Because Me I've, too, thanks to every podcast I've ever listened to about Survivor. They just We're not going to tell you who wins, though. No, we don't do winner spoilers on this uh, podcast, but mostly because we only know who wins like 10 of the 45. Yeah, <laughs> mostly because we're fake fans. <laughs> no, we're we're fresh. We've got we've got love we're in freshies. our hearts for the show. So, yeah, I mean, th- it did kind of annoy me that Austin. You know what Austin was giving me? Austin was giving me Brandon and Danny vibes from last season where they were just not even paying attention to Carolyn. Like just two boys rocking out where we're just ignoring Carolyn's existence, thinking she's a dumb idiot girl and she's not going to be anything. And yet there she is sitting at the final tribal, throwing a middle finger up to you idiot. So it was giving that like, I know that Austin probably like he spent nine or so days with Jay they may or may not be friends like seems more like may not but kelly is like a brand new person and they're not even he's not even trying to fake it really like he's like you know what sandwich immediately and here's why i think why because he has three advantages at this moment in time he feels very secure he does not need any he, he he doesn't feel like he needs it i think and especially coming off of a loss, he wants the food, right? Yeah. It's also like, I think he had a great lie. I think he had a pretty good lie. I mean, I would hope that he had told that to the other girls too, to say that lie. Because it could, you could easily be busted next episode. Now that we're at a yeah, merge. You almost easy. have to because the amulet requires you to work with the other people unless you are taking the approach where you're just going to get them out. Oh, man, I can't wait to see this stupid shit play out. It's it all comes back to let the players do their thing and stop. Honestly, okay, I take it back. I take it back. I would like for this to not have any impact on the rest of the game because, Jeff, you need to sit down. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. But no, it's going to because someone's going to end up with the last amulet. But, you know, the last time you can use it is when there's six players in the game, seven. What'd they say? Six or seven? I don't... It was either six or seven, but either way, I think it was six because J. Maya says something like, let's just make a pact that we won't do anything about it until there's seven people left. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, all three of you are making top seven. There's 13 people left, girly pops. Like, there's... 
fat chance is right. So either way, it's um, silly. It's so silly. Three amulets is an extra vote. Two is steal a vote. One is a is a straight up idol. So I was gonna say they can't even use it until the merge anyway. And but the merge is now, so I guess it's fine. Because I was like the merge right. felt so far away when this happened, but it's not that far away. Especially because the three amulets requires, and I would like, I would love to see the logistics of how Jeff and the producers think this is going to shake out that like you go in to a tribal council where everyone's on the same beach, it's post merge and three people have the amulet and they say, he says, does anyone have an advantage they'd like to use? And all three of them pull up their amulets and say like, we would like to cash in our three amulets for one extra vote. Is that how that has to work? Because they all have to agree on it. So what if like one person raises it and the other two don't or two, be- you know, it's like. No, they pull it out the- and they, how does they this go? say, it's a decapita melica mystica. <laughs> it's so witchy of, it. of them. It's, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I. It's crazy. ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Yeah. So I would have chosen the sandwich if it was me. But That's... we wouldn't have. I think because in the moment I was so tempted by the advantage that I was like, yes, 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 yes go for the advantage. Now I'm like, I have time to think on it on a full belly. No, if I if I hiked up that mountain, I'm eating the sandwich. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So now lastly, you know, he lies and says it was the sweat and coconut thing to win favor of Emily. The pizza on the votes. Um, let's talk about it. So we're at final tribal and Kendra puts a pizza. Kendra votes for Drew. Drew and Austin put a pizza and they both vote for Brando. Emily votes for Brando. No pizza. Brando votes for Drew. No pizza. What is the pizza? Why? And how did they figure that out? Because Julia had said last night, like, it makes sense if you're going to put something on your paper to prove to your alliance that you stayed true. If I voted for Drew, I tell Julia, we're both voting for Drew. I'm going to draw a little alien on my piece of paper so you know it's mine. And it's like it's like a secret code. And that's fine. But the three of them didn't vote for the same per- people. Honestly, Kendra looked like the most shocked person in the entire world. I can't believe she was that shocked. The only thing I can think of now as you're saying this is if the pizza was Kendra's idea and she says, wait, no, just kidding. That doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Who did Kendra vote for? She voted for Drew? Kendra voted for Drew. Well, there was two votes for Drew, three for Brando. Maybe it was Drew and Austin's way of saying, like, maybe they had a conversation where they're like, they you know as they break off into splinter into groups and say like one-on-one or like two-on-one or whatever like hey what are you thinking tonight blah 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 maybe the three of them had a conversation and it was said like hey put a pizza on your vote to prove it's yours and they were like let's just do it anyways even though we're voting out her her alliance or like yeah but wouldn't like emily have been in on that or brando i'm so confused no i don't know i I would love to know i would love to know I need to go on Twitter and see if anyone wrote about it. Yeah. It's strange to me because I thought I was like, oh, cute. They're all doing like a little cute thing. Little cute. Little yeah. Cutie. I, I don't know. But I don't Brando know. goes home. He was he was a good goodbye. Like, you know, he did a little bit of the like survivor con thing at tribal being like, when you're here, it's gorgeous. It's cool. It's fun. Um. But he was he was sweet and he didn't want to go home and I I feel bad but he you know he did his thing and 
And he stayed a bay. Let goes home right before the merge. That's a bummer. But honestly, we're only on episode five of thirteen. The season. Sometimes it's like fifteen episodes. Mm-hmm. So that makes yeah. Sense. It's unfortunate. It was like it was a pretty lackluster edit he got. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. And I yeah. think it's unfortunate because there's so much that we don't see that happens on the island. Like we got that very precious and iconic moment of him wearing the buff as a tube top as yeah. anyone you know who's been watching has seen our girlies do over the years which it was just like it was very cute for him to do that yeah he got some strategy in this week's episode did not bode well did not pan out or work for him but like Honestly, good on him for at least trying. If he did not have any of those moments and he still got voted out, I would have been like, oh, dud of a dud of a dud. But agreed. After the tube top, I actually voted him in episode two. I said he was my winner, if you recall. No, did you? Yeah. I said Katura for episode one, Brandon for episode two, Brando for episode two, not Brandon. Sorry, my boy. Brand- but, um, Brando. And then we didn't, yeah, Brindle. And then we didn't, um, do it for this we could do it now i think uh, my last thought before we say who our winner is is that i'm really excited for next episode for caleb and emily to find out that sean quit i'm excited oh about that because i think they're gonna like rush to the other people and be like what was up what's up with that like what how like because i'm sure they both assume like you know there's four reba they voted out the odd man out so they didn't have they so they could stay reba strong but that's absolutely not what happened even for one second reba strong is not a thing especially because like i guess uh mama j and julie will team back up with austin and drew possibly and then kick j maya to the curb we'll see any parting thoughts before our winner i want to talk to you about the edits that we're getting quickly okay tell me. um Because I feel like it came across very evident in season 44 that we were getting a Tika 3 edit, right? And those individuals, no spoilers, ended up to going very, very far. Yeah. I feel like this season, and maybe it's just because we're only a a few short episodes into a long journey, but we have gotten a lot of Lulu. Yes. We've gotten a lot of Caleb, a lot of Emily. Yes. OG Lulu. Um, we've gotten a lot of the two of them and I have an idea right now who I feel like is getting a very strong edit and could mean that this is like their story. Like it's, it's like the season through their perspective. Who would you say might be like the next person that we get coverage? We get a lot of coverage of and edits for. You're asking me. I'm asking you, who do you like if you were to place like a third person, a third so and a fourth person? You're saying Caleb and Emily are the first two. Who's the third? I, which I think we could agree on. Like, we, we're just getting a shit ton Honestly, of them. you know who's getting a lot of airtime is Kendra. She gets a lot okay. of airtime. And I'm not just saying that because she's in my pool. Kendra, Austin, and Austin is Austin and Drew are getting a lot of airtime. So I would say Drew, Kendra, Emily, and Caleb would be a crazy top, a bottom four. Yeah, last four, you know, final four. I think that that would be crazy. Um, I think Drew's getting more time than Austin is. And yes, you know, they're the boys. For some reason, I'm seeing like a Emily, Caleb, Drew, and Austin. Okay. Where Drew is 
going to have to play long game and Austin's going to go out on fire. I love that. I love I love that. I'm, thro- see- I'm throwing out like lot like I'm talking about like the fucking she can see into the future I can see into the future push hands <laughs> push hands <laughs> yeah I think that's great I- I'm cool with that Austin and- feels like a fire loss to me Don't- can't you yeah. see that can't you feel that I would I 100% feel that and I think that with a Drew Emily Caleb final three I would be leaning towards OG Lulu but you know I think Drew is here to play the fucking game and we'll see what he does over the next seven episodes or whatever it is like he could he could you know anything can happen we've got we've got plenty of game left that's why we play the game you know so we'll see yeah but I think Emily and Caleb are our heroes of the season yeah it's so funny to me to like to consider this reality television show with what do we start out with 18 people where i have protagonists like i'm like oh these are our protagonists you know yeah and then we have bruce as the villain (laughs) and brandon as the jester correct comedic relief (laughs) yeah i think that's great i'm gonna clip that and then um when you are correct um clip it in time save it does anyone have a newspaper No. Um. All right. Great. I think that's a perfect place to land. Yeah. Anything? Anything you got left in the tank? The last thing I would like to say is that I hope that the new tribe name, when they all are on the same island, is Sifu. <laughs> Me as well. Okay. Perfect. I, I can't top that. So that's the episode. We'll be back for episode six. We'll be rocking. We'll be rolling. We'll be pushing hands. And if you're listening on the Survivor feed. Come follow Binged on TV. We're covering um, Fall of the House of Usher. We finished that up. That was fucking lit. If you haven't watched that for spooky season, get on it. Uh, we're doing Gen V. And we got a bunch of Wheel of Time coverage. They're doing book coverage. They're doing the show coverage. And we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. So hit subscribe and come hang out. Okay. Okay. We are Binged on TV. And push hands. And then just touch hands. And then just hands. touch hands. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.